Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol Howe. Are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is May second, nineteen ninety six. Yeah, it is. Can you believe it? Can you believe it's already May? I can't believe it's almost summer. I know. It's coming Crazy. coming in fast. What's the hot summer song gonna be this summer? Hmm. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Is it gonna be uh Ace of Base again? <laughs> Don't turn around. That's not my first Ace of Base song. Though. I saw the yes, sign. Yes, that's where my mind goes. Well, that's the summer one. That's the summer song, I think. Summer songs have great traditions uh, going back to to the very first one, uh, Vacation by the Go-Go's. Okay. You're so weird. It was the first summer song ever. You know, you just you turn it on the radio on your car. You, turn, you put the windows down. You... Drive and let the wind blow through your hair. <laughs> sure. What? You're not familiar with this concept? <laughs> You're silly. You know what I can't wait to do? No, I don't know what you can't wait to do. Use um some sun in in my hair and like what's I don't know what sun in is. It's the stuff that you spray in your hair and then it's supposed to get activated by the sun. So like you put it in and then you lay out in the sun and it's supposed to bleach your hair kind of. But it's not bleach. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. I'm a dude, so I don't know that. You like lay out, you put on like the sun tan lotion. Yeah. Or or oil. And oil, yeah. Hawaiian tropic. And you do your hair with the sun in mm-hmm. and you just lay out and let the sun do its shit. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> the sun is well known for doing its shit, so Unfortunately for me, though, I, I only go from white to red. There's no middle your, ground. Your hair is white and it, and it no, goes to skin. red? No, my skin. Oh, okay. Well, that's your Scottish ancestry. Right. People so afraid of the sun that they decided to live next to Norway. Right. Or Finland or Sweden or one of those. One of those places. Mm-hmm. So, 902 and out this week. What about it? Things happened. I didn't watch it. It is not summer on 90210. And yes, you did, you liar. It's the fall. Yes. They're, they're going back to school. They're going to college. Like Rodney Dangerfield. Remember that one? You know what I don't understand? Do you remember when Rodney Dangerfield went back to school? I want an answer to I, my question. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember that. It's a good movie. What movie is it? It's called Back to School. <laughs> I've never seen With it. With Rodney Dangerfield. When you say Rodney Dangerfield, I picture, like, some crazy dude, like, doing crazy stunts. Is that right or no? (laughs) What? This moment of silence brought to you by the fact that I'm just now realizing that Carol doesn't know who Rodney Dangerfield (laughs) is. He's a stand-up comedian. He'd do the, I get no respect, no respect, no respect at all. You don't remember any of that? Nope. Wow. I don't watch Comedy Central. <laughs> He's from the before times. <laughs> okay, Grandpa. He's Got a, it. He's a, he's a 70s comedian. 
And he was in the movie Caddyshack. He's been in a lot of movies. Cool. I don't know him or his movies. Well, you know what? You call me grandpa, but I I guarantee you that our audience knows who Rodney Dangerfield is and is appalled that you don't know who he is. If you're appalled, uh, you can go ahead and write us. Or if you know you agree with me that Rodney Dangerfield is no big deal, uh, go ahead and write us on that, too. Wow, he really is getting no respect. <laughs> Maybe you're the wife in all of his jokes. Maybe. He's like, uh, I caught my, my wife with my breast, best friend, sleeping with my best friend. With your breast friend. I caught my wife sleeping with my best friend the other day, and I said, uh, Jim, I have to, but you? <laughs> So that's, that's some of his material. It's funny. He'd always talk about his doctor. So like, oh, I went to see my doctor the other day or something like that. And his doctor was always roasting him, basically. I went to see my doctor the other day or something like that. Is that like the proctologist? Something like that? What, what does that mean? What are you talking about? What's something like seeing the doctor? I don't know. Seeing a nurse. <laughs> okay. Making fun of my speech patterns. So, um, in Beverly Hills. Yeah, yes. Roddy Dangerfield lives in Beverly Hills. That's correct. What the fuck? <laughs> this show is all about Roddy Dangerfield now. Fuck Until Roddy you Dangerfield. Know who he is. I don't want to know who he is. I want to talk about Dylan. Who's Dylan? Um, I mean, Brandon. Oh, no, wait, that's you. Is Dylan one of Rodney Dangerfield's sons? He did it again. We were watching the show. He just kept doing He did it like three times. Like he called Dylan Brandon and Brandon Dylan. It's fucked up. They're interchangeable. Like, he's having a fucking stroke while we're watching Nine <laughs> Every time. I don't know what's Usually happening. You're the one stroking while we're watching Nine Oh, God. Oh, wow. That's terrible. No respect. None. No respect. That's right. Dick. Yep, that's what we're talking about. Um. So. <laughs> Yeah, what about what about Brandon? Oh my god. Dylan. They're interchangeable characters at this point. No, they're not. Well, people at this point. Human beings. So Brenda comes home, and what I don't understand about this is Brenda has been in Minnesota, in Minnesota. long enough to have started school, decided it's not for her and dropped back out. But they're still just registering at uh, California University or Late, whatever. Later registration for them. But they were all choosing classes. They were mm-hmm. all there in the registration. No, no, no. Minnesota, uh, Minnesota historically starts their classes like uh, probably a week or two before all the rest of the country. It dates back to some kind of weird fishing thing. Like it has something to do with like, farming and the crops and fishing or something like that. But... It's well known. I, I know this because of like college athletics, like football and stuff like that. Uh, they're always practicing. They're always doing their scrimmages and stuff like that before the other teams in the Big Ten. Um, and they they historically start like two or three weeks before other colleges. I feel like you're fucking with me. Okay. You're not? I'm not what? Fucking with me. No, I'm totally fucking with you. You're such an asshole. <laughs> It's called plot convenience, Carol. It's annoying. But anyways, she comes back. And she goes into her bedroom and gets all bent out of shape because her bedroom's not exactly the same. Yeah. Which I'm kind of, honestly, though, I'm kind of on her side. She was not gone that long. What happened to my bed? Oh, mom and dad fucked on it and then we threw it out. <laughs> right? 
What did happen to her bed? I don't know. Like, how do you just get rid of her bed? Like, she was going to come home for breaks. Where were they planning on having her sleep? Maybe Jim and Cindy really liked it on that bed. <laughs> they, they put it in a little weird alcove so they could just do it whenever they wanted to. Ew. They got her one of her stuffed animals. <gasps> <and her> stuff. <gasps> Ew, stop. That's like a, <laughs> like a three-way for them, right? No, 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 no. Stop it. You're ruining Jim and Cindy for me. <laughs> Cindy bakes cookies and Jim plays catch and that's it. Mm-hmm. They're they're the uh, the leave it to be for parents. I believe uh, I believe Cindy was the one doing the catching though. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no no! That's not okay. <sighs> Goodness gracious! Okay, so Dylan goes to register for classes. Okay, all of a sudden we're in Dylan now. We were talking about Brenda. Because I want to bring them together. I need to set <laughs> yeah, it up. The show does, too. <laughs> so does Dylan. Right? So he goes with Kelly to registration. So it's you got Dylan and Kelly are there yeah. together. You've yeah. got Brandon and Steve are there together. Of course. And then you've got Donna and David are there together. Yeah. And that's it. Brenda's not there. Correct. Yeah. She just got back. Right. So they're all there registering for school. And Dylan just has some kind of fucking panic attack because it is a very large crowd. And it's just like, yeah, this isn't for me. They're all lined up outside. Where did they plug those computers in outside? What computers? They had computers at the registration desk. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure some of those some of those desks had computers at it. Uh, and they were like clicking through like, oh, you know. Oh, what did they do? The pen and paper? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. You're, I think you're wrong. Sure, why not? I usually am. That's so, why we're together. But I mean, like I said, it's California, so why not do it outside? Like, I would do most things outside if I lived in California. Yeah. I, I mean, know something we do outside if we lived in California. Get your head out of the gutter. The gutter, that's correct. Because we wouldn't be able to afford a place. <laughs> right. So... Dylan just like peace out. I'm leaving. Bye bye. And he's like, "Fuck this. This and, isn't Berkeley." Yeah, and he decides then from from uh, telling Kelly, "I'm just not doing this," and walking off, that he's going to go chill out at the peach pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he goes to the pit where Nat's having a <laughs> uh, hell of a time. It's like it's like the peach pit, but in hell. It's like I don't understand what happened to Nat. Nat, like you said, he ran a successful business, business for, for a long time, right? But now Brandon's not there. It's all falling apart. That's right. Now, the two employees who got in a car accident in the one episode are now sick. So he is short-staffed again. I mean, that's the explanation They, they are absolutely fucking right. They oh, They got yeah. in a car accident together, and now they're both sick at the same time? Oh, yeah. Time? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> he should uh, fire at least one of them. Right. So, anyway, he is freaking out trying to, uh, you know... Get the shit done. Coffee's terrible. The milk has turned sour. He Yeah, and he gives uh, Dylan, like, the wrong order and is just like, well, just eat it. <laughs> like, he didn't even fix it. Yeah, he should have. Uh, if only there was a mall that wanted to buy his property. Right? Um, where he could just retire instead of darn. having to deal with this shit. Oh, poor Nat. And then uh, Brenda walks in. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought they were setting it up for her to get a job as Laverne or whatever. Yeah, me too. I don't. I hope they never bring that character back. But I agree. <laughs> I thought they were going to do that too. But they didn't. Laverne, sugar pie, or whatever she says. What did yeah. she say? 
Sweetie pie. Her dad told her she had to get a job, too. Yeah. Like, right before that. Like, he just turned into a dick. Yeah, just turned into. (laughs) Okay, well, like, first of all, she didn't warn anyone she's coming home. She just showed up, so that was kind of fucked up. She wanted it to be a surprise. She wanted, in her head, to come home and to have everybody be like, Oh, my God, Brenda's back! Oh, my God! And that did not happen. Oh, no, everyone was like, What the fuck are you doing back here? Right. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, her dad's, like, pissed and wants her to go get a job. So, yeah, we thought this was going to be the job, but apparently not. And guess what, too? Also, We find out that Donna was ratting to, to Brenda. Yeah. Because Brenda says, oh, I thought you said they broke up, <laughs> Dylan and Kelly. And she's like, well, I jumped a gun on that one. And then Donna's like, you didn't come home because of that, did you? And she's like, no, of course not. I think that had to be part of it. Of course it was part of it. I mean, I understand her being miserable because her roommate's a bitch or whatever, but she definitely thought, well, I can go Plus- get back with dylan at home yeah but i i mean i think that was only part of it though because she was in minnesota with basically no friends yeah in a place that is not california yeah why are you why are you would spend your whole life in minnesota and then live in california for three years and decide hey minnesota is where i want to be right stupid crazy so brenda and dylan meet up at the peach pit they do just by happenstance Mm -hmm. and decide they're going to hang out. And it turns out, well, we forgot to mention that Brenda comes home. Parents are like, oh, you know, you're just in time. You can register at California University. And she's like, no, you know, I think that what I've learned is that I am not good in college, so I'm not going to go to college. Like, did she even go to a class? We didn't see her. I don't think so. The fuck, Brenda? That's the thing, too, is maybe class hadn't started yet. You know, they're all commuting to California University. It does make sense for the people going to live in the dorm to move in and have, like, a couple weeks in the dorm before yeah. class starts. A couple weeks seems a long time. Yeah, I think it's usually about a week or so, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, it, she could have only been there a week. Maybe. Which, you know, also makes her seem very rash. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, she didn't give it a chance. No. Her parents were right. She definitely didn't give it a chance. Yeah. Oh, well. What she has given a chance was Dylan's penis, and she is ready to well, give it a second round. Dylan wants her to give it a chance. Yeah. They go, they they bond over the fact that they're at the peach pit, and they're like, we're not going to talk about college, and neither one of us wants to go to college. We want to be bums. Idiots. Basically. He's a millionaire. He can bum around if he wants. She is not. Right. Although, if she starts sleeping with him again, then, you know, she'll have access to millionaire money. So they leave in his Porsche, and they, I don't know what they do. They go to a pier. Yeah, I think they're just kind of walking around and talking, basically. Yeah. Connecting most of the day, and then they end up fishing at the pier. Which is weird. It's a weird activity choice. Well, she's from Minnesota, so. Yeah. So they catch a fish, fish and then they, they just... They catch a fist? A fifth. They catch a fifth of vodka. Right. No, they catch a fish, but they throw it back. Yeah, it's too small. Yeah, so what's the point of that? I don't like fishing. I don't like the idea. I don't like fishing either, but a lot of people do... About, a lot of people do that. They're like, oh, can I catch this fish? And they catch it and they just throw it back in. Stupid. Agreed. Wasteful. The whole thing's stupid. And the fish gets a hole in its mouth. For what? I mean, I'm sorry. I don't think that's kind. Oh, I pu- I punctured you. Now I'm going to throw you back. Deal with it. Yeah, I agree. Dicks. Yep, absolutely. 
So I have nothing to add to this. <laughs> I think fishing's dumb and boring. Don't they? And well, conversations about fishing are dumb and boring. Do, doesn't something happen with them, though? Like, don't they kind of, like, kiss her? No. Almost kiss? No. no. Dylan says, basically, Dylan intimates that he's having problems with Kelly and that they should start dating again. He basically says, he basically puts it out there, let's start dating again. This feels good or whatever. And and Brenda says, I think that would mess up what we have right now. Okay. And he's like, oh, this friendship. And she's like, yeah, I think we're better as friends or whatever. And that's, it doesn't go any farther than that because Brenda doesn't allow it. But Dylan is absolutely, Dylan was having problems with Brenda and her dad and went to Kelly. Now he's having problems with Kelly and he wants to go back to Brenda. It's right. Like this, this dude's just, he can't handle a mature relationship he can't handle anything the line at registration was long and he was like never mind yeah what a fucking lazy bastard and that's what it is too it's laziness he's just popping back and forth from one girl that he likes and knows to the other one yeah because it'll be easy yeah i kind of don't like him (laughs) no i don't either he was always he's always been portrayed because i never watched the show we were the show's four seasons in or whatever before i started watching it right almost five seasons in and in popular culture, when he's on the cover of Tiger Beat magazine and shit like that, it's always Tiger Beat magazine. Yeah, it's a it's a fucking teenage magazine. Okay. Um, he's always like, "Oh, am I, is that too old of a reference for you?" Sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, he's always like portrayed as I'm the cool one. I'm the mm-hmm. I'm the James Dean, the, the you know aloof and mysterious guy and it's like he's just kind of a dick yeah but you know what most guys who have that whole aloof mysterious persona are dicks yeah he's just he's very and he's very wishy-washy yes i don't like this persona very much but i mean he just needs to grow up a little bit he's very immature i like the actor i don't like the character that much yeah so except when he's screaming because his dad died (laughs) <laughs> right best act- scream ever that is, that is acting it's not as great <laughs> um brandon and steve are talking about brandon moving into the dorm plus oh not the dorm the pledge house Frat. Frat. The fraternity steve is definitely moving into the fraternity that's his plan well yeah because his dad was a part of this the keg house yeah what keg. what kind of fucking fraternity is named the keg house kappa epsilon gamma or something like that I don't even know if it's ridiculous. A, I don't even know if it's a real fraternity, but oh, I don't think so. It's they're definitely, you know, putting it out there like, um, oh, it's it's Animal House, right? Whatever. Yeah. So Steve wants to move in there, but the the president of the fraternity, the teacher from uh, Saved by the Bell, <laughs> the college right. years. Uh, I can't remember his name. Patrick something I think is his real name. But he's he plays the president of the fraternity, and he's like, "Oh, we're, we're into outreach now, and like all this stuff and everything." And Brandon's like, actually, kind of a little bit interested, even though he doesn't really like fraternities. And Steve's like, "What the fuck's this shit?" <laughs> right? <laughs> and then he walks, but and then he walks past a window, and creepily stares in as he sees uh, this guy making out with a girl on the pool table. Yeah. And he's like, that's what I'm talking about. He's such a gross weirdo. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so Brandon was talking about maybe moving out because Brenda has come home. Right. And so now he's thinking about joining this fraternity. So we'll see. I don't, I don't think he does, right? Like, I don't remember him living with Steve. We find out at the end of this episode if he does or not. I must have gone to the bathroom. Which we'll talk about at the end of this episode. <laughs> no, I don't think you went to the bathroom. I just think you missed it because it's not a very, it's not, it's like a throwaway line. Mm. I'll just tell you. At the end of the episode, because eventually Brenda decides she is going to go back to college. See, the, the parents come in. They're all pissed off. They they want her to go to college. They think she's wasting her talent. And then eventually the dad's like, look, you know, you'll have to pay rent or whatever. He's like, but, you know, I'm okay with you not going to college. You're a very talented actress, which comes out of nowhere, by yeah. the way. And- she, she wanted to take one acting class at the University of Minnesota, and suddenly she's an actress. Have we seen any proof of her being a talented actress yet? No. Laverne. So. That's yeah. it. I guess. And, well, then that's not even talent. That's it's not improv. Talented. Right. Well, it's not talent either. Yeah. Not improv talent. It's not any kind of talent. <laughs> um, but, so, he's like, you know, you're very talented or whatever. Maybe you'll make it big and and you don't need college and then I can retire early or whatever. And she says, well, put your early retirement plans on hold because I've decided... I am going to go to college and give it a try. And then Brandon says, and I'm in no hurry to move out. Oh, okay. That And that's because he's thinking about moving out because she's coming back and he doesn't want to share the room with her anymore. But then that's his decision. Well, it's not like they're sharing a bedroom. They share a bathroom that adjoins their room. Right. Yeah. Like, get over it. But. Andrea is the other big story. Well, one of the other storylines. She is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Totally forgot about Andrea. Oh, yeah, because... She goes to the newspaper. Yeah, and they want her to write a review of Of the Peach Peach Pit. She's like, this is a conflict of interest. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Go do it. It seems like a really specifically personal assignment. Like, do you think it's just coincidence that she frequents the Peach Pit? Or do you think everyone frequents the Peach Pit? I don't think it's coincidence. I think, because later they indicate that they know who she is. Right. I think he gave it to her on purpose to see if she would be honest or or whatever, right? And she writes this excoriating review because Nat's not doing well yeah. at the Peach Just Pit. mean. And Brandon reads it and he's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you know, because the guy, the guy that runs the editor that runs the newspaper acts like a fucking drill sergeant. He's like, a lot of you are going to fail out of here. <laughs> right. He's like Sergeant Slaughter from uh, G.I. Joe or something like that. <laughs> and so she's like, well, you know, it's tough. I got to show that I can do the, the work and be uh, objective and all this stuff. Which, yes, if you want to go into journalism, you need to be objective. That is correct. <laughs> and Brandon's like, well, you know, I, I just wish you'd written a puff piece instead of a hatchet job. But, right. But do whatever you got to do or whatever. So she decides she's not going to turn it in, and she tells the guy, I'm not, I came here to tell you personally I'm not going to turn in the assignment. I've done it. I've written it, but I'm not going to turn it in. Which is weird. Why bother to say it? And he's like, look, we know who you are, Andrea. We, we followed your career from the, from the very beginning. Which is weird. And he says, we want you on this paper. She's like, I don't think I have the killer instinct. And he's like, all right, you know, just... Give us a chance, you know, like he basically begs her, 
to be on the paper, which she agrees to. Yeah, he goes from being all aloof and mean to, please, please, mm-hmm. Andrea. Andrea also has a dorm room at California University and a like a whole suite to herself. You don't remember any of that. Kelly and Todd the face you're giving <laughs> Was I, I asleep? Wish, I wish we could film this somehow. <laughs> Kelly and Donna come to to her dorm room with uh, some donuts or something like that, or bagels or something. Oh yeah, to, okay, I remember treats that. To give her, and she's got this nice huge dorm all to herself, and they're like, <laughs> it's very ham fisted. Uh, exped, ex, ex, uh, ex, not expedition. Uh, exposition. Exposition. Yeah, there you go. It's very ham-fisted exposition, but they're like, well, after you, you know, they they had to give you something to pry you away from Yale or whatever. (laughs) They're like, yeah, because she got like a full-ride scholarship and she gets this priority housing and stuff like that by herself. So that she could go there because she's a, you know, big-time student or whatever, and she was going to go to Yale. So her resident advisor stops by, who apparently is a a good-looking guy, I don't know. Meh. Hard for me to tell. He was all right. He was a biker, and he's like, oh, "I'm your resident advisor. Right? Let me let me have one of those uh, those donuts or whatever that you got in there." It seems like RAs like have to be attractive. Why on TV? On TV, okay. I was gonna say that is not my experience, but okay. <laughs> no, it just seems like in most of the these like um, son-in-law, right? He was the RA, Polly Short, and he's not really attractive, but he did end up being the love interest. Yeah. And it just seems like most of the time when there's an RA in a storyline, they're a love interest. Right. Because it's like they're your age, but they have authority over you. Correct. Yeah. yeah. They can tell you what to do. And apparently that's hot. Yeah. So. Isn't it hot when I tell you what to do? No. Okay. <laughs> Don't even start. <laughs> so, oh, um, Donna and David. Yeah. They are trying to get on the radio there at college. Right. The co- college radio. And he has an audition tape that they made. I can't remember what they call it, but it's some sort of very specific demo tape. Yeah, whatever. It's basically an audition tape. For, it's a reel. Some kind of reel. Okay. Yeah. That's how I remember they called it some sort of reel. And he has it with him, but he's he take, has to... What? He's got to take placement tests. Yeah. And Donna's like, oh, I'll hold on to it for you. And he was afraid to give it to her. He was mm-hmm. like, eh, I don't know if I can trust her. But he does. So she leaves it in the car, in the glove box, which, by the way, she told him she was going to do. She's like, it'll go right from here to the glove box. Oh, you're right. So, no, but she didn't put it in the glove box. She left it on the windshield. I thought she put it in the glove box. I thought it was on the windshield. I thought it, that's how it baked in the sun. I guess that makes a little more sense if she left it by the windshield. But still, this tape is fucking melt. Like, this tape was in a kiln. <laughs> it had right. to have been... The, the sun really did its thing, right? <laughs> it had to have been like 9,000 degrees in that car for this tape to turn out like this. And it's fall. It's not summer. No. I could understand if it were summer. I, I had could, lipstick melt in the car in the summer. I guess. But not not in the fall. In September. Right. So they show up and they don't have their tape. I mean, they have the melted hunk of plastic, but mm-hmm. they don't have their tape. And they're just arguing back and forth about whose fault it is. And the guy decides to fucking hire them because he likes their banter, I guess. Yeah, he just sits there and stares at them while they argue. With like a little smile. And he's like, I like you guys. He wants in. 
to their couple. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Well, uh, you know, he's barking up the wrong tree there with Donna. Right. <laughs> Maybe he can get somewhere with David. But <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> David's so desperate. Who knows? Right. But yeah, so they get on the air at as freshmen. They'll be the only freshmen on the air from two to six. A.M. Yeah. Why even bother? And well, and that's going to be terrible. Like, how are they going to get sleep? Right. They're going to have to take late classes. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, they're going to have to have a weird schedule. But, I mean, it's still an honor that they're freshmen and they get to do this. Sure. And it's college. So, like, people are up late at night. It's not like no one's going to be listening. No. No, they'll have some listeners. So, Especially know. once I see David's dance moves, they'll <laughs> right. definitely be tuning in. Oh, goodness. David's dance moves. I think that was all of it. There's one more thing that happens that has to do with Steve. Steve. Steve decides to cheat on his placement Oh, yeah. Test. What a fucktard. For some reason, they're doing math placement tests, and he cheats. Like, why? Yeah. So you can get who placed. Cheats? So you can get placed in a class that's you don't belong in. Yeah, who cheats on a placement test? So he gets called to his advisor's office or whatever, and the guy's like, "Yeah, you know, a prodigy such as yourself doesn't need to worry about these lower classes. We're recommending you for the astrophysics program." Right. So what's he gonna do? I mean, it's like he he can't take those classes because he doesn't know the no. shit. He weasels out of it a little bit because he's like, I, you know, I'd like to take some social science classes and things like that, too, like history of film. And he says, you know, I think that, that a, a person should be well-rounded and everything. And the advisor's like, oh, it's so refreshing. So many prodigies just want to get out as fast as they can. <laughs> but you, you want to, you know, experience everything. And he's like, history of film's a great idea. And so he gives him these. Cl- he gives him the classes that he wants, but he's also still going to have to take the physics and math classes eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah he screwed himself yeah. because he- because he just doesn't know how to like just be a genuine human being. Like, what the fuck, Steve? He can't not lie. <sighs> I mean, like, was he getting like itchy? Had it been too long? Right. I don't know. So. That's that's how we ended this episode. They're about to start college. Everything is gearing up for college. Oh, right. wait, and Dylan and Kelly make out again. Yeah, they make up and make out. Uh, yeah, that happens. It's the only thing that they have they have going for them in their relationship. Yeah. There are so many people that are like, oh, I like Kelly and and Dylan together better than Brenda and Dylan. And I'm like, what, what are you on? Right. I mean, Brenda and Dylan fought, but they fought about real stuff that mattered because they cared about each other. Yeah, Kelly and Dylan have not like Kelly and Dylan have nothing in common. Do not like they don't. They have nothing beyond physical no, connection. Nothing. Not it's not a good match. You can talk about all the times that they you know went on field trips when they were in kindergarten together, but that's not going to make me think they have some kind of real connection. Right. Kelly's much more geared towards Brandon. Well, and that's, you know, where she'll end up. That's where this is taking us, yeah. But honestly, since, like, the beginning of, what, season one, maybe the beginning of season two, mm-hmm. she hasn't talked to Brandon. No, she wanted, she had a crush on him. She told him, and he said he thought of her as more of a sister. 
And that's where we left it. So I, I'm really curious what's going to happen between now and the end of the season to justify what happens at the end of the season between the two of them. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Because I didn't see any of it in the end of the season when we watched. No. No, and I came, like, you know, I came in completely un- unaware of anything mm-hmm. with this show, so I just kind of took it on, like, oh, they, they must have had a flirtation or whatever. Yeah, but I don't I don't think so. No, I, I don't see it either. So they better they better work this out and make it make sense, or I'm going to be pissed. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> all right, so that's it for today. All right, we will uh, see you next time. Why don't you tell all the people the things we tell the people? Uh, so people, you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com, visit our website at retrolatefee.com, and, uh, tell your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.